0: welcome everybody to another episode of the happy hippie homestead podcast i'm your host gabby juba helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey today is episode number 15 and it is wednesday august 31st 2022 when this will be released I am recording in the car again, so please bear with me with the audio. I promise I will not always record in the car. There will be times where I go back to using my microphone like normal. It's just my microphone is a USB plug, so I can't plug it into my cell phone. I should have gotten a wireless one, but we'll get there. So today we're going to be talking about happiness, which is something I say at the start of every podcast episode is helping you find happiness. And it's in the title of this podcast is Happy, The Happy Hippie Homestead. I think happiness is extremely important and there's a lot to it though. There's a lot to it and we'll kind of go through that today. What is happiness? Uh, I'll talk about my journey with happiness and five things you can do to become happier, to improve your happiness that you have no matter where you are in life or what you're doing. So we'll start with what is happiness? Happiness is the basically state of being happy. So then what is being happy? Happy is a feeling or showing of pleasure or contentment. It's usually attributed with smiling or thinking or feeling that life is good, you know? But we're humans and feelings, we have a lot of feelings most of the time. Maybe some of us are better at hiding our feelings than others, but as human beings, that's just a part of what makes us human is having so many different feelings besides happiness. We've got anger and rage, happiness, sadness, upset, anxiety you name it. We've got all these different feelings. So, how do you feel nothing but happy? And is that even human to feel nothing but happy? I think. Happy is a feeling that you can have, a brief feeling like any other feeling where you're sad or upset, depressed maybe, anxious. I think the feelings will always come and go. I don't think it's possible to ever be 100% happy 24-7. You can smile 24-7. That doesn't mean you're actually happy though. But I think overall, even if you don't feel happy 24-7, I think you can overall be happy with your life. So what I say by that, we know happiness is a feeling. So you can feel happiness and pleasure, but you can't keep that feeling up for the rest of your life. There's going to be times when other feelings creep in. And I think you can feel anxious or stressed out, but still overall be happy. When you take a step back and look at your life and say, wow, I am happy with where things are or where they're going. And this might suck right now for whatever reason, but things overall are going the way I want them to go. Things are looking the way I want them to look. And I am happy, even if I'm not feeling happy right in this very moment. So it's taken me years of this constant battle with what is happiness? Am I even happy? How do you feel happy more often? I've gone kind of all over the spectrum here with trying to find this happiness. You know, I've switched jobs. I've completely changed careers. I've worked for myself. I have bought myself things to make me happy. I've paid for things like massages, you know, those experiences. I've gone to therapy before when I'm feeling extremely unhappy and depressed and anxious. I've been put on medication before for my anxiety and my depression because I could not. It was not a good time for me then, but I've been there. I've done journaling. I've especially journaling around gratitude and happiness. Right when the pandemic hit, Yale actually put out a free course on happiness And I took that course, and that was super helpful. I learned a lot, not only about happiness, but about myself. And that's some of what I'll share later on in the episode as well, is what I learned from that course, some of the important takeaways that I gathered. So I've done all these things to try to find happiness and... Even after all of that, switching jobs and moving and going to therapy and getting on and off medication and buying things and buying experiences, taking a freaking course on happiness, I still didn't feel happy. I still didn't know what it was. What is happiness? And... I, you know, I was married for a while, and when he walked out on me, I still didn't know if I was happy. Was I happy or married or happier single? I had no idea. What, what does that even mean? What is happiness? And I'd been down this rabbit hole trying to figure it out, and it took me years, but the moment that it clicked for me changed my life. I... Went to Firefly, which is a music festival last year in September up in Delaware. And a band was on there, one of the headliners, Tame and Paula. I had never heard them before, never listened to any of their songs, didn't know anything about their music. And I'm standing there listening, very, I would use the word hippie, some of their music, kind of stoner music maybe, just very mellow, kind of good vibes. And even their, what they had up on the screen was kind of trippy, you know. It was just kind of, it was good. But I was really tired. I think we were on day three, maybe, of Firefly. It's a four-day music festival. So by the end of the third day, yeah, I'm tired. My feet hurt. And I had been searching for what is happiness for years. And I'm standing there. Listening to this band I'd never heard before, one of their songs came on, I can't even tell you what the song is right now, that was playing, but it hit me. As I'm standing there at this concert, maybe it was the vibrations or the energy mixed with this me trying to figure out what happiness is. As I'm standing there, I start bawling my eyes out, basically, because I realized that I am happy, that I don't have to feel happy 24 seven to be happy with where I am in life and where I'm going. It doesn't have to be this constant feeling of joy. I don't have to be an overly optimistic person to be happy all the time. Just because I smile a lot doesn't mean I always feel happy, but I can be in a state of happiness without having that feeling always by my side. It just, it clicked for me that I am happy, even though I don't always feel happy and I get stressed out and I get anxious, I get depressed, I get sad. It's the matter of that those emotions are fleeting and they don't stick around. What sticks around is being content. It's being happy. So to me, that's what happiness is, is it's not feeling it 24-7, it's that's the emotion you feel more than all the rest. Even if you don't feel overjoyed and excited for life every day, that doesn't have to be happiness if that's not who you are. That's not happiness then. Some people, that's how they choose to show their happiness is they get really excited and overzealous and they're perky and off the wall, you know, and that's okay if that's their happiness. Maybe your happiness is just content. Like you are content with the way things are going and that's okay too. So happiness to me is a journey and if you feel unhappy with where you are right now, You need to take an honest look at what is causing that unhappiness. Because I can tell you right now, buying new things off Amazon or from Walmart, wherever you do your shopping, maybe you go to some high fancy restaurants, restaurants, sorry, I'm driving, so I'm seeing signs for restaurants and I'm hungry, but still, maybe you buy nice food and that's what you think makes you happy. Maybe you go to fancy stores is the word I was trying to look for, fancy stores. But I can tell you that buying things is only going to temporarily make you happy. If everything else in your life makes you miserable and you decide to buy yourself something new and nice. And either you get it shipped to your door or you go to the store and buy it. You are temporarily adding happiness to your life. You're temporarily getting like a high, almost a dopamine kick. So we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of what chemicals in your brain cause happiness. That's not today. Today is things you can do to change your life, to make it happier. So buying things is an immediate rush. Like when I buy an awesome new book off Amazon, I get excited that I bought it. And then I'll kind of forget about it, especially with Amazon taking a long time to ship things sometimes now. And I get excited when I get a package at my door and I'm like, yeah, I got something cool. And I open it and I see the book and I'm like, woohoo, I bought myself a book. I'm happy. And within 24 hours, I forgot all about the book most of the time. And it goes on the shelf and just collects dust till I get around to reading it. So I made myself happy temporarily in there. But it wasn't a long-term happiness by buying something. So I've got five things here you can do and focus on to be happier. And then I'll talk through, well, what do you do? How do you fix some of the things that are making you unhappy in your life? So the biggest thing that I know helps with happiness is coming from a place of gratitude being thankful for what you do have in your life because it's so easy to focus on the negative and focus on all the bad things in your life the things you don't want that are there maybe you don't like your job and that's all you think about every day is i hate this job i hate this job how can you feel happiness overall if you keep telling yourself every day hate 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 it's not possible So coming from a place of gratitude and being thankful for what you do have will help shift that mindset out of the negative place that you might be stuck in into a more positive place. Now you don't have to be a positive person, an optimistic person to be grateful because everybody has something in their life to be grateful for. That's not being overly optimistic You know, you don't have to be grateful for the job that you hate because you're learning something if that's not your personality. But you can be grateful that you have a roof over your head. You can be grateful that you maybe have a pet if you have a pet. You can be grateful that you have kids if you have kids or grateful if you have really good friends or your parents are still in your life. You can be grateful for those things if you hate your job. So when I say come from a place of gratitude... I actually mean practice that gratitude. I mean to say it to yourself, whether that's in your head. If you need to say it out loud to try to help reframe negativity, you can. You can write it down. I did that for probably years where I would write down every morning at least 10 things that I am grateful for. And you can do this in the morning, you could do it in the evening before bed. If you wanna lay in bed and as you're falling asleep, try to think through three or four or five things that you're grateful for. Sometimes they could be the same thing over and over again. Maybe you feel super grateful for your pet. Like my dog, Harley Quinn, I'm grateful for her every single day that she is in my life because she, to me, she changed my life and I know that I changed hers. So every day, I'm grateful for that dog. So whatever you need to do, if it needs to be the same thing. Now, I don't want you to fall in a routine where you're like, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my car. And you feel no emotion behind it. The important piece of this, besides just being a robot and saying, I'm grateful for these five things today, is to actually feel it. Let that gratitude sink in. And say to yourself, I am so lucky that I have that dog in my life. I am so lucky that I live in the area that I live in. if you like where you live, actually feel that gratitude. And so it's important not just to say it to yourself or to write it down, but to live it. To live it. To feel it. To let that gratitude be a part of you. And you be a part of it. Now you don't have to... Anytime you get a free second in the day, say I'm grateful for this. You don't have to, but if you want to, you can. But I think it's important that either every day or every evening, you kind of re- every morning or evening, you regroup and go through things that you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be ten. If you want it to be two or three or five a day, whatever. It can be something that happened specifically that day. Maybe you're grateful that one of your friends called you, or you called them that day. That's okay. Completely up to you. This can look however you want it to look, but I promise you this will help reframe everything, how you view everything in life, coming from that negative place to a positive place. Another important thing you can do is to buy experiences instead of items. And this is true for a lot of things. This is one of the biggest takeaways that I got from that course I took through Yale on happiness is buying those experiences. Maybe the experiences will cost you less than a bunch of items will anyway. But it's not about the money necessarily with this one. They don't have to be big bougie experiences where it's like a huge tour all of Europe trip. You know, it can just be go get a massage. That's an experience. You're not buying an item when you get a massage. Go spend an overnight trip somewhere. That's an experience. Go hiking. Get out in nature. That's an experience. Whatever it may be, it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. It doesn't have to be big and fancy. It's whatever, what is something that you will look forward to. Something you will be happy and excited about, saying, hey, I've got my trip in two weeks. My trip's in one week now, my trip is in three days. And then when you're on that trip, you're happy. And you're like, yeah, this is great, I love this. This is a cool area, or you're getting that massage, and you go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then afterwards, you can look back at that experience and say, that was freaking cool. I have all these awesome memories that's why experiences create more happiness than items do because items it's a quick dopamine hit we're like oh i bought that thing and you put it on the shelf and it collects dust But the experiences are things you can look forward to, things you can enjoy while it's happening, and then you can look back with fondness and happiness and maybe contentness, whatever it may be. Look back on those experiences and feel that happiness again that you felt during that trip. So experiences are so powerful. They don't have to cost a lot and they can be whatever you want them to be another key item to finding more happiness in your life is reducing your stress and i know that is so hard to do especially in our society in our environment stress is everywhere everything is stressful driving driving is stressful sometimes watching the news is stressful most of our jobs are stressful raising kids is stressful trying to pay the bills is stressful like life in general can be stressful, but the important thing that you do is you don't let it consume you. Do not let it eat you from the inside out because stress can be manageable. I know I am not great at reducing my stress. This is one of the things I struggle with and I really need to work on for a lot of reasons, but I think we all need to stress less does that mean that you are going super hippie mode and you think nothing affects you and you don't care whatever happens in the world no you don't have to let everything roll off your back but you can't let everything stress you out you can't let some traffic stress you out you can't let one disgruntled customer at work stress you out You can maybe feel stress temporarily where you're like, oh my gosh, that was horrible. I'm so stressed. But then you have to figure out for yourself how to reduce that stress, how to let it go when the stressful experience is over. You have to figure that out, whatever that is for you. If you can't figure out how to let it go, the stress is just going to be with you 24-7. And it does so many things to our bodies internally when you keep that stress in there. That can be a whole another episode I would love to do is how to reduce stress and what stress actually does to your body. Physically, mentally, emotionally, Like what kind of toll stress can take on you because it's a big one. So it is very important that you reduce your stress. And you might be thinking, well, I want to know right now how to reduce my stress. There are many different ways to reduce stress. Maybe your job is the main component of your stress and you have to leave your job and switch to a new one. That's not the case for everybody, but some people it might be. You might try meditating, even if it's a minute or five minutes that can make a difference with your stress levels maybe it's working out maybe you need to start working out or switch up your workout routine to reduce stress maybe you need to find a way to unwind at night when you get home from work whether that's walking your dog or reading a book whatever it might be there are all different ways out there to reduce stress it's about finding what works for you that's the important piece here and by it being something that you will do on a regular basis. Because I could sit here and tell you all day, read a book, reduce your stress, get out, go out in nature, that'll reduce your stress, meditate, that'll help. But if you don't actually do any of that, it doesn't matter. The important part is it's something that will reduce your personal stress that you will actually do on a consistent basis. Even if it's not every single day, but pretty damn close to every day that's important. So we will do a whole episode on stress, but that is my number three way that you can be happier in your life. I also think coming from a place of love instead of fear is extremely important. And if you listen to my episode on the importance of family, I talked about that a little bit. I'm reading in a book, The Seat of the Soul, that coming from a place of love instead of fear changes everything. It'll change not just your perspective and your mentality with life in general, but it'll transform your relationships with other people and with things and experiences if you come from this place of love instead of fear. Not that you can never feel fear again because you could totally still feel fear and still feel sadness and upsetness, you know. But it's a matter of you don't dwell on the fear you don't internalize the fear and everything you do is based out of fear you have to know if something happens and you get scared or fearful say okay what was that why did that make me fearful how can I avoid feeling that fear again if I can avoid it if not okay I'm gonna step away from this fear and go back into my constant state of love and of happiness The last thing I have on here is planning for the future. Oops, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. But planning for the future, but staying in the moment. I think that's extremely important to have something to look forward to, like those experiences. So you plan for the future, but you have to, at the same time, be present, You can't be so focused on, well, I've got my five-year plan and in five years I'm going to do these five things and I can't wait till the day comes when it's all over and the five years is done. Because you're not going to enjoy the journey and you won't feel content and happy while you're going through the journey that you're on. You'll just be looking forward to the end, looking forward to the end, looking forward to the end and when the end gets there, You may feel incomplete. You may feel like, wow, I just spent five years achieving this and I don't feel any different. I definitely felt that way after earning my bachelor's and even my master's degree. You put in all this hard work and you're like, yeah, I can't wait to get that piece of paper, can't wait to get the piece of paper. Then when you get the piece of paper, you're like, oh, that's it? I don't feel any happier or smarter or anything because of this piece of paper. Do I regret going to college? No. Especially because I do not have any debt because I joined the military to pay for my college education. But if you're so focused on the end, the end, the end, the end, that when the end gets there, you realize you didn't enjoy any of the process that you were going through. I run a lot of races, triathlons and road races for running and if I just focused on when I crossed the finish line, when I crossed the finish line, when I crossed the finish line, that when I actually did cross the finish line, I, I don't feel any different. If anything, I feel worse off because now I have nothing to look forward to anymore. So I think it's about finding balance where you have something to look forward to, but you're enjoying what you're feeling as you're doing it. You're enjoying that excitement that you're feeling, the learning that's happening while you're going down that path, either with your five-year plan or some kind of race you're trying to do. You can learn a lot in the process, and you can be happy through the process and on your journey. You have to make that choice, though, and that's a hard choice to make because that's not what our society is about. Our society is about instant gratification, and you move on after that. So those are my big five things that you can do to improve happiness. Come from a place of gratitude. Choose to experience things instead of buy things. Reduce your stress. Come from a place of love instead of fear. And plan for the future, but stay in the moment. I think those five things will make a huge difference in your life. Even if you already kind of do some of those things, maybe you don't do them on a consistent basis. I think doing them on a consistent basis will make the difference. Some, another little side note here that I would love to talk about, which will be another separate episode. I know I keep mentioning all these separate episodes that aren't here yet, but they're coming. So I would love to do a separate episode on mindset. And manifestation, those two things put together. And I think happiness plays into your mindsets. It plays into how you think about things. And your mindset plays into what you create in your life, what you can manifest and bring around you. So if your mindset is this negative, life sucks, and we're all just gonna die, your life's gonna suck it is going to literally suck because that's what you're putting out into the environment, into the world and the universe, and that's what you're going to get back is suck. That's it. So it's a matter of changing your mindset to change your life, to change what you can manifest. So after that Tame and Paula concert, when I realized I am happy with my life, with where I am and where I'm going, and I'm enjoying The journey that I'm on because it's going to be amazing. It's already been amazing and it's going to continue to be amazing. So, right after that concert, I decided, you know what? I want to move. But this time, this move is not going to be just switch houses and switch to another little town and hope that that fixes all my problems. No, it's going to be a big move. I'm going to move to the mountains of North Carolina, which is an area that I love with all my heart the first time I came to visit the mountains out here I fell in love and I bawled my eyes out when I drove back to where I was living on the east coast because I did not want to go back I wanted to stay in the mountains of western North Carolina and never go back again so I decided after the Tame Impala concert that I am happy with where I am where I've been, where I've come, what I've been through, and I'm happy with where things are going to take me, but I want them to take me into the mountains of Western North Carolina, and I want to get a job that makes double what, more than double what I make right now. And sure enough, within two weeks, a job with more than double my income became available, and I applied and got the job. And it was in Western North Carolina. And then all the ducks just fell in a row after that. With finding a house, which the housing market is crazy. It was crazy then. This was like October, November of 2021. Housing market was still crazy. It is still crazy today, but it was definitely crazy then. But everything fell into place. Because I realized that I was happy. I realized that... I was on the right path i had trust in the universe i changed my mindset came from a place of love and gratitude and sure enough i was able to manifest in a really short amount of time everything i wanted now does that mean i'm gonna stay where i live forever and that i'm going to stay at this job forever no But the important part is I'm on a journey and this was the right step for me on that journey. So do I love my job every single day? Absolutely not. It is very stressful, very, very stressful. And I need to learn how to manage that stress better. But I can say that overall, I'm happy with where I am. Will I stay? No. I will not stay stagnant forever. You know, I plan to continue to learn and grow and do different things, but that's okay. All of that is completely okay to focus on the future, but be in the moment at the same time. Be happy where you are in the moment. If you don't love the area that you live in, which I did not, I moved. And I made a big move to an area that I absolutely do love. So you might be thinking, well, that's great for you. I can't do that. I think anyone can with the right mindset, with this right here, this piece that everybody seems to be missing is the happiness and the joy in the life and in the journey that they're on. I think if you find that the sky is the limit for you. And I think you will go so far, but you have to have the right mindset. So I will do another episode on mindset and manifestation, but today was focused more on happiness because that's a big portion to me of the mindset is the happiness that you can feel in your life. Even if it's not the constant feeling of being happy 24 seven, you could still be happy with where your life is going. So there are a lot of things you could do to become happier. The five things I listed before are great stepping stones. If you know what is making you unhappy, I don't care what it is. If you are making yourself unhappy, if your spouse makes you unhappy, if your house makes you unhappy, if where you live, like the physical location, makes you unhappy. Maybe you don't like the state that you live in. Just switching houses in that state, if you don't like that state, is not going to make you happy. So I'm not saying immediately quit your day job and move to a different state and do all these drastic things. Unless that's what you really need to do and you can do it. I think anyone can do what they put their mind to, but if you're coming from a place of fear and a place of lack and you quit your day job and hope that the universe is going to figure it out for you, you have to be careful with what you're putting into the world because you're going to get back what you put out there. Trust me, I've been there. Quit my day job and had no real plan with where I was going and I was in this place of fear where how am I going to keep the roof over my head because I just quit my job and what do you know, I landed a shitty job that made me miserable. Then I would quit that job and come from this place of fear of, oh my God, I just need to find another job because I might lose the house. And what do you know? I found another shitty job that made me miserable. But it wasn't until I realized, okay, I'm, I'm happy with where I am and I want to go here with it, that that's when the next better job manifested for me. So it's a mindset with this happiness So I do not want you to make huge drastic changes if you're coming from the wrong frame of mind, from the wrong place. You need to find happiness and contentment with where you are right now and then create something better. That's the way you do it. So I hope this helps you find some clarity on what happiness is, how you can pursue being happier, But a lot of it comes down to taking a really hard look at your life. Are you making yourself unhappy? Are you choosing to play the victim? Are you choosing to wallow in your sorrow and your pain? And if you are, that's okay. We've all been there, trust me. But then how can you switch that script? How can you change that for yourself internally? Because if you choose to stay the victim wallowing in your pain and your sorrow and your troubles, you're not going to be able to manifest the life of your dreams. You have to let go of that piece of your identity and take responsibility for who you are and what you're going to become and what you're going to create in this life. Take responsibility. Be the best version of you, not just for you but for your family, for your friends, for all the lives that you'll touch one day when you are the best version of you. I know it feels like we've gone down a couple of rabbit holes here just talking about happiness, but I think happiness ties into so much more than just the feeling of being happy and content and smiling and feeling like life is good. Happiness is so much more than that. It's a mindset, and that mindset can change your life and help you manifest amazing things. But you have to do the work. You have to look inside yourself and see what is making me unhappy. Am I in a relationship I should not still be in? I've been there. I've stayed in relationships I should not have stayed in. And I granted I've learned and now I know for my future relationships when I need to leave or not leave. But still, those things were making me unhappy. The area I was living in was making me unhappy and slowly things had to unfold. I had to first be happy with my unhappiness to become happier. Things like this don't happen overnight and some of this maybe doesn't make sense to everybody but it makes sense to me and it's what's helped me along my journey. So hopefully some of this will sink in and kind of integrate and allow you to learn from some of the things that I've learned without having to go through years of everything. Medication, therapy, journaling, self-help books, documentaries, courses from Yale. So hopefully you can kind of take pieces of this and learn from it so thank you for tuning in to another episode of the happy hippie homestead podcast make sure to join us every monday wednesday and friday for more amazing content you can like us on facebook or follow us on instagram